0: Okay, disclaimer. To the very best of my knowledge, this story is true. I don't expect to convince you, truth be told. I've had a hard time coming to terms with it myself. Cliché as it may be, I really am a rational person. And, if not for this, I would probably be the most stone-faced atheist you'd ever met. But after much internal struggle and debate, I have come to the conclusion that there are things in life that simply can't be explained with reason at least in the form of which we know it logic for all the trust we put in it is really nothing more than a candle all too easily snuffed out and when it's gone we are left alone in the dark and everything we would scoff at by daylight suddenly becomes very believable alright before I wax too melodramatic here's my story I was very young only four or five, at most. Before either of my siblings were born, it was just mommy and daddy and me living in our little house in Great Bend, Kansas. Very quaint. We were a young family, without much money, but most of our furniture was secondhand. It was the middle of the day, summer, hot, boring. I was playing marbles by myself on the thin carpet beside the huge, old, flower-pattern couch. Mom was down the hall in the kitchen, and Dad was at work. Why I was trying to roll marbles around on the carpet, I don't know. We had a perfectly good linoleum floor, after all. There I was, swishing the marbles back and forth, happily bouncing them into one another. Then, in my overzealous enthusiasm, I rolled too hard. My favorite marble, the clear, ruby-red one, sipped into the dark space under the couch and was lost. Damn it! Dad wasn't home, and he was the only one strong enough to move that huge old couch for me. I'd have to get the marble back myself. I reached my hand to the couch, tentatively at first, then deeper, encountering no marbles. I pulled my hand out in disappointment. Then a hand reached out from under the couch back at me. I remember the image vividly, and I suspect I always will. It was a slim hand, with tapered fingers, a woman's hand. It was gnarled and wrinkled, as if aged, and it was dead black. Not black as an African black isn't dead. Of course back then I didn't know that corpses blackened as they decompose so I didn't know what the black meant. The hand reached out for me as far as it could which was just to the wrist Then it retreated under the couch. Then it emerged again this time pushing with it a little crumpled up plastic bag with a logo on it I didn't recognize. It waited as if expecting me to take the bag. Then when I didn't they pulled the bag back onto the couch and was gone. I got up, walked down to the kitchen, and told my mommy what happened. Why didn't I run screaming, or at least run? I don't really know. All I can say is, I was a little kid. A hand reaching out from under the couch at me didn't seem like a huge deal. I hadn't yet learned what was and was not permissible in reality. I had no world view. Mom was skeptical walk back to the couch and explained how I was probably imagining things. She even reached under the couch to convince me that nothing was down there. Later, Dad lifted the couch up for me, and the only thing under it was of course, my missing marble. plus a few more marbles I didn't even remember losing. But here's the scary part. For years, I remembered this. I even developed a weird fantasy of little hand people living under the couch, and I, in my childlike innocence, believed that they would catch me and take me away if I ever reached into their domain again. Then, as I grew older, I wrote the memory off as a dream I had had as a child. Cute, but silly. Then a few years ago, I recounted the story to my mother. She gave me a funny look and told me she remembered it, because, after all, she had been there. She told me that she remembered me coming in the middle of the day and telling her that a hand under the couch, and remembered being highly disturbed by the story since I was an extremely quiet, well-behaved kid who didn't ever lie then she told me about the couch itself according to her, she and dad had gotten the couch from an estate of an old woman who had actually died on it this was the last time I'd heard about this, but it sure explained why they got rid of the couch within a month of the story but here's the part that truly frightens me, even to this day the part that I've tried so hard to get out of my mind some nights remember the bag the hand pushed toward me? I've never forgotten the logo on it, and recently, as in a few years ago, I saw the logo again on what looked like the same type of bag in a hardware store. It was a bag full of utility razor blades. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the story. Big thank you to the author for creating such an interesting and genuinely creepy experience. If you enjoyed the video, please subscribe or follow for more videos just like this one. If you'd like to support the channel, you can check out my Patreon link in the description below and know that I genuinely appreciate it. Follow me over on Twitter at podcast underscore fear or Facebook at fear the podcast. Thank you again for listening to the story. And until next time, always remember to face your fears.